for the first time ever, the theme park gets live. And I want to introduce everybody to the person who's going to play our theme park ads theme song for us live. Here he is. It's Thomas Gardner Jr. All right. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley. And we are the theme park ads. That was awesome. Live. Wonderful episode. Find out more about us, our store, Ashley's travel planning services, and more at MainStreetInspirations.com. Today, we are recording as we stream live for the first time on Instagram. Very exciting. But today, our topic is trip cancellations, emergencies, and park closures. (laughs) You just make it sound so exciting. Like today we're talking about park closures. Well, Ashley, for those who are not listening in March of 2020, uh, why did we choose this topic? Oh, that is a great question, Jessica. The reason why we chose this topic is because we are all currently self-distancing and isolating because of the recent outbreak of coronavirus. And for the first time... Well, I wouldn't say the first time in history, but I would say the first time in history because of a illness or a virus, uh, almost all theme parks worldwide have been closed, including the Disney parks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) including the Disney parks, which we will talk about, um, but also pretty much every other theme park, I think, is closed at this point uh, and will be for many weeks, which has just left people to scramble in terms of canceling or rescheduling vacations. it also means that employees are scrambling. I mean, there's just restaurants are closing. Like, there's just a lot happening. Yeah. And hey, you know, we always wish for empty parks. <laughs> <laughs> but not like this. But not like this. Uh, yeah, this is not exactly what we had in mind when we hoped for Definitely not. empty parks and short lines. Um, as our listeners know, Ashley is a vacation planner who specializes in Disney and Universal trips. So she Good is very job. thank you. Yes, I always Jessica. say travel agent and it's not travel <laughs> agent. So she is very familiar with what has been going on and she has been dealing with it quite closely now for about a week. How's your week been, Ashley? So my week has been good. Uh Last Friday was a little bumpy. And by bumpy, I mean I was on the phone for six hours with Disney. Now, that being said, of that six hours, I was on hold for four. So I I know the hold music by heart at this point. Like, I have memorized it, the whole thing. I don't understand why they include the newer version of the Tiki Room with Mr. with uh, Iago from Aladdin. Like, of all the songs to include, that's the one they pick. It's a great big, beautiful tomorrow. The trolley song, literally every song that gets stuck in your head. Yes, six hours, six hours on the phone last Friday uh, to take care of a couple clients who are were supposed to travel, I should say, this month, and uh, TBD on what's happening with April trips and actually what might happen with some August cruises that I have clients or that or clients are supposed to go on. Yeah, yeah. So. Ashley is going to fill us in on all the things we, the general public, might not know. But also, 
I think even for people who didn't have trips affected by these closures, you are going to learn a lot because I'm also going to ask Ashley about what happens when you cancel your trip, what happens if you have an emergency about changing dates, so how and also how you can avoid getting stuck with any change fees or non-refundable mm-hmm. situations. So maybe you're someone who has a job where you might have to cancel and you're worried about you know, booking your next trip or whatever. So by the end of this podcast, hopefully you'll have some good advice from us on booking your next theme park vacation with confidence. (laughs) Let's hope. And since we're live, we're going to get to some listener questions. Yes. Oh, Carousel of Progress is someone's hand-washing song. (laughs) That's Alex. And that's her hand-washing song. (laughs) Beautiful too. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. What's the status of the parks right now, Ashley? All right. So I'm going to read this live for you because Disney, thanks to Disney, put together a big resource for travel agents, basically with everything in one place. And so I can bang right through it really quickly. Uh, Essentially, everything's closed. That's not what it says, but I'm just telling you everything is closed. So theme parks and water parks uh, are closed from March 16th through the end of the month. Uh, So... That's current status. Uh, all of the resorts will be closed by this Friday, the 20th. And part of the reason why they are doing that is because a lot of folks, especially international travelers, had already booked their trips, were already in Disney when these closures went into effect. So the goal is to make sure that those folks can get home um, and aren't totally stranded, which is very kind of Disney. It also means that uh, a lot of these folks, you know, they're walking around empty resorts. Um, there's not a lot of dining options. You know, Disney's really kind of trying to minimize operations as much as possible while also making sure that their guests are taken care of. Uh, let's see. Disney Springs. All Disney-owned and operated locations are closed from March 17th through the end of the month. So that was yesterday. Uh, the NBA Experience and NBA Store temporarily closed. Temporarily closed, much like the NBA season. And uh, certain restaurants and retail locations might remain open, but it depends on who operates them. So if it's a Disney-operated one, no dice. Um, but if somebody else operates it, you might have luck. Uh, transportation's unavailable. ESPN Wild World of Sports is closed. Golf, etc. cetera. Uh, that's Disney World. Same thing at Disneyland. All Disneyland resorts are now closed. Uh, Downtown Disney, etc. And then Disney Cruise Line, all cruises, hold on, the date's updated, so I just want to make sure I'm giving you all the right dates, Uh, all new departures through and including April 12th have been suspended. And for Adventures by Disney, for those of you who are world travelers, they have suspended all new departures through the end of April. Now, that's current as of today, March 18th. This changes rapidly. And has changed rapidly. This has changed a lot since you and I first started talking about doing this episode. So uh, I suspect that by the time we get this up and loaded, I might have out-of-date information. Yeah. What's going on at Universal? Universal Hollywood and Orlando Park, uh, all the shows are closed until the 31st. Um, I believe some of the resorts might still be open, but not for very long. And uh, City Walk is following a similar approach as is Disney Springs. Um, if you have tickets, oh, I forgot to mention that. If you have tickets for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or Universal, uh, Disney has extended your ticket expiration date through the end of the calendar year. 
So the end of 2020. So you won't get that cost refunded, but you will get the opportunity to reuse them at a later date. That's for all tickets? As far as, well, yes, except for any of the um, special event tickets and uh, the gift, um, like Gift of Magic, the four theme park tickets. There was a, um, a special, like four park ticket that they had done. So the special tickets are, every ticket is different, but generally speaking, if you bought like a four day park hopper as part of your package, the park hopper piece if you were supposed to be going next week, that park hopper would be extended to be used through the end of 2020. Wow. So okay. if your trip got canceled, they would refund the hotel stay. Wow. If you're an annual pass holder. A, yeah, annual pass holder. I was going to say, for annual pass holders, the amount, current amount of time that the parks are closed, your annual pass will be extended. So if it's, if it's only these two weeks, then you will get two weeks extended <laughs> onto your annual pass. But if it's well, I don't, we don't know what it'll be, but right now you get an extra two weeks, APs. Probably the thing to talk about, to, to cut this down in, in time while we talk about the other parks is, is there anything open? I don't think so. As of yesterday, uh, I had heard obviously Knott's Berry Farm, SeaWorld, um, Six Flags, uh, Legoland, everything, Bush Gardens, obviously everything is closed. But I had heard uh, at Knott's Berry Farm, they had kept California Marketplace open, which is sort of their oh, city walk. Yeah. And their resorts. Nope, they closed it today. I just okay. saw. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. So is is there, do you know of anything theme park that's open? At this point, you should assume that nothing is open. Mm-hmm. If you are planning to still go to Central Florida or Los Angeles, in the next couple of weeks outside of visiting some of the natural wonders that exist in those places. <laughs> you can go, you, I don't even know. Can you go hike Runyon? Can you go yes, to the Hollywood you can go side? Hike. There are people walking. You can go to the Hollywood. Well, you know, you can't really ever go to the, go Hollywood, to the Hollywood sign, sign but you can, can you go to the Hollywood beach? and Highland, but you can't go into the Kodak or watch a taping of Jimmy Kimmel live or anything <laughs> like that. So, so for anybody who had an Orlando or theme park, Los Angeles, Anaheim vacation booked in March or April, what, What's your recommendation for them? Um, okay, well, at this point, if if they had a trip booked in March, so the next two weeks, at this point, they probably have already heard from Disney directly if they booked it directly. If they booked it through a travel agent, they should have heard from their travel agent by now. Um, but they basically, Disney has waived all cancellation and change fees. Guests can move their reservation to a future date um, and they can change it. It's subject to availability. It's subject to whatever rate that reservation has. So let's say you booked a trip next week and your trip cost $3,000. If you move it to October and the current rate for October is $4,000, you're going to pay $4,000. So the, the cost doesn't carry with you. So you have to keep that in mind that it will likely change. Um, and it could be more expensive depending on when you reschedule. But the nice thing is, is that Disney's letting you do it with no penalty, but they are, if they don't, if you don't reschedule it, they are canceling your trip and you're getting refunded. So either way, you're not going to Disney in the next two weeks. <laughs> Sorry to say it. I don't mean to laugh, but uh, there are definitely, I've seen some people on a lot of the fan pages who are really holding out hope and it's not happening, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. What do you think about like May or June? Do you think still hold on to it? Do you, is, is there any fault in holding on to it? I mean. So, okay. 
to be very careful of how I say this and what I, I say. Know. So what we have been told right now from Disney is Disney is dealing with March packages for Disneyland and Disney World. The cruise Line is dealing with the cruises through April and the Adventures by Disney trips. So when I called, when I was calling last week to deal with, you know, making some changes and such, they basically said, anything you're going to talk to us about in April, hold off. We want to get through March 1st. Yeah. Um, March is a very them. popular time for Disney. I mean, there are cheerleading competitions. It's spring break. It's holiday for people in Europe. I mean, it's it's a lot. And it's a lot to get in touch with those folks to figure out, you know, it's just a lot of logistics. I do not envy the cast members. And I have to say, shout out to all the cast members that have to deal with this because every person I've talked to has been amazing. Like, so kind, so patient, so understanding. They have to be exhausted. I'm sure uh, that this has been super stressful for them. And I'm sure people have not been super kind uh, on you know the other end. Um, so I would say if, if you were in this boat and your trip is being affected, just please be as kind to the cast member that you talk to because they're just doing their job. Um, you know, at this point, the entire travel industry is really hurting. Everything is getting affected. Um, you know, all the airlines are slashing flights. I think uh, Brian was telling us that in Vegas, when he looked at hotel rooms, they were like zero dollars on Expedia in April. Uh, so just keep in mind that like this is rough for everybody. Um, and it's a bummer to have to change a vacation, especially when you've saved for and you've planned for and, um, you know, you've told your kids about, you know, there's not a whole lot that we can do. Uh, so a little bit of grace, a little bit of mercy, a little bit of patience and uh, big hugs go out to those cast members. So if obviously if, if you had a Disney vacation or some sort of vacation booked in March, you should have already reached out about that. April, we're not there yet. So hold on to those tickets, but maybe change them if you can. What kind of penalization do you get for changing a trip if it's just something that you personally want to do? So Disney, so Disney has waived all fees through the end of June. Oh, so great. if you had okay. a, so if you had a trip booked in May and you decided right now you're like I don't want to deal with this, I don't want to wait, I just want to reschedule it. You can call and change it. Disney has no problem doing that. They've also extended uh, final payment until seven days before your arrival date. So normally when you book a package with Disney, it's 30 days from your arrival date. Final payments due, package has to be paid in full. Now they're letting it run to seven days. So essentially, if I was going on a trip, this doesn't count because it's March, but like if I was going on a trip a week from today, today could be my last day to make that payment in full or to change it. Again, it doesn't matter right now because we're in March, but if you're thinking like, oh, I'm supposed to travel at the end of May and I don't know what to do, wait, just yeah. wait it out. Yeah. It's better to, to let Disney dictate if you have the flexibility at this point. Um, they're being incredibly generous with their flexibility waiving fees, helping people navigate this. Again, the only downside is that if you are determined to stay at a certain resort at a certain time of year, you know, if, if you're beholden to school vacations, things like that, you're probably better off changing that just to make sure that you have something. Um, but if you're okay with kind of seeing what happens, 
then I would just wait and let Disney guide you. All of the uh, major theme parks that offer resort packages, like Universal, like Disney, um, will support you know, bringing, they want their guests to be happy. So they will do what they can to make this easy. Um, Even if it means you're sitting on the phone for a couple of hours, they're going to work with you to figure this out. So uh, we have a question on our live stream about DVC points. Do you know anything about rebooking those? Disney Vacation Club, for those who don't know what DVC is. Other than people being really upset about their DVC points, I think that is something folks are just going to have to see. The challenge with DVC is that it depends on when you bought your points, what your home resort is, when your use year is, if you have borrowed against a year. I mean, there's just a lot more that goes into how to manage DVC points. Uh, so I would say call you know, your DVC guest relations person and talk to them about it because everything I've read has been all over the place. Which is not a right, not an answer. Yeah. <laughs> My answer is I can't answer it for you. Um, right. Also, because I can't, I can't book DVC, so it's kind of a hard thing to to the keep. Answer. Yeah, on top of. But I know I have seen the DVC community is a lot more upset about mm-hmm. what's happening for the sole reason that it's just far more complicated for them to navigate than. Uh, it is for someone who's just booked a cash trip. So if people booked trips not through a vacation planner or travel agent, like say if you booked a Disney trip through Expedia or at Costco, what's going on with their trips? So from what I can tell is that if they were booked through March, Disney is just going to outright cancel your trip and refund you if they don't hear from you. I would assume that through those third-party vendors that it would be handled the same way. Like, I don't think Expedia, you know, a third-party vendor like that is just kind of handling the transaction. You know, I don't think that there's somebody at Costco that if you call and say, hey, I want to rebook my cruise, that person's helping you (laughs) rebook your cruise. I think it's the kind of thing we have to cancel, wait, and see. Um, So that's one of the downsides is a lot of times if you're paying less, you know, you're trying to save the money on that front end, you can risk there being um, some challenges on the other end. Or it might just mean that as the consumer, you're the one sitting on the phone for however long it takes to Right. Instead of Ashley thing. sitting on the phone for you for six hours, if you used no her joke. to book it your trip. No joke. It was six hours. Like, so that's on, that's six hours. Hey, maybe people have time to sit on the phone for six hours. I, you know, if you want to memorize all the words to Carousel of Progress and... It's like, it's like two lines that repeats. That's not when it becomes it's, reality. I I can't tell you. I hear it in my dreams. It's like haunting me. This the the rotation, and it's so out of date right now. It's like I hate to say this, but one of the things I keep saying is like 2020 is gonna be a magical year at the Walt Disney World Resort. I'm like it's not off to a great start right now. So, uh, Yikes. yeah, it's a great big beautiful someday, but maybe not. Maybe not tomorrow. It's a good message. It's a good message. About <laughs> it's a great message. They're all good messages. You'll wake up. Just not applicable right now. Yeah. Um, so any other news from the vacation planner side? Anything else that you're hearing that the general public might not know about yet that you can share with us? I would say if you are someone who has booked a trip and you're anxious about your trip, talk to Disney directly. Don't go by the rumor mill. It's just not helpful. Um, the cast members are doing what they can to tell you 
what they know. Um, and remember like their jobs are on the line too. They're probably just as anxious as you are trying to find the answers. I know the run Disney community is really anxious about whether or not star Wars weekend is going to happen next month. Um, and run Disney put out a statement today, basically saying, uh, we have no news. (laughs) We're working on it. That was their response. It was like, okay, so when is star Wars supposed to be April? Mid April. Yeah. So it's in a couple weeks. But know know. that, you know, most of these airlines are working with their customers on trying to figure this out. Like this is, this is a world, literally no hyperbole, a worldwide issue. And so I wish I had answers. I wish I could just tell everybody this is how it's going to play out. So for someone who has a trip booked in like October or is thinking, stay put. And if you're thinking about booking a trip in October. Yeah. Why not? Here's the thing. My advice as as an agent is that if you have plans to travel, I would say in the fall, you should still book your trip. Disney is still allowing you to book trips. I just booked one for somebody in October. So you're still still able to do that. It's possible that Disney might be adjusting how they do things operationally over the next couple of months. Um, But I would say, you know, right now, Book your trip in the fall. Plan to go, you know, maybe don't pay it in full right away. Don't buy a non-refundable ticket. Is that what you're saying? Maybe purchase travel insurance. Maybe. Yeah. Tell me about travel insurance. Well. (laughs) I don't know anything about travel insurance. I never get travel insurance. So first of all, you should always get travel insurance. What? And I say that because in the grand scheme of things, the, for a family of four through Disney, Travel insurance is like less than $200. Oh. Now, that being said, it changes depending on the number of people, the vendor, the carrier, all those things. But if you're spending like $8,000 on a vacation, that extra $200 is money well spent to protect you in case something happens. There are certain things that are covered. There are certain things that are not. Uh, We are finding that this situation is a little different. Um, It's technically not a covered issue unless you go on the trip and catch the coronavirus on the trip, as far as I can tell. But then you can't go on the trip. So all it says, like, there's a lot of misinformation going on out there right now um, about insurance carriers, and it literally is changing day to day. So two weeks ago or a week ago, whenever it was that Disney was like, we're closing, shutting it down at that point a lot of these insurance carriers was like too bad this isn't covered and now that tone is changing but i would say generally speaking in a world that doesn't have coronavirus it's always smart to have travel insurance because it covers you for other things and when you say it covers you does it like do you get money back or is it banked so you have to file a claim okay a covered claim so depending on the level of insurance again we could spend hours talking about this, so I won't get into oh, okay. the nitty gritty. But like, depending on what is included in your coverage, if something were to happen, you could then file a claim to get some or all of your money back. Now, a lot of credit card companies also offer some sort of insurance. I know, I think American Express does at certain levels. So if you book your trip with a credit card, you can also look in your credit card benefits to see if stuff is covered. Um, a lot of insurance carriers, like your home and auto, will do travel riders that you can purchase. Um, so again, it's something to explore. Disney offers it as part of their package, 
booking. Um, so whenever I book a package for a client, I have to ask them if they want it. I always, always, always recommend it. Whether you book it through Disney, you book it through somebody else, it's peace of mind for short money in the grand scheme of things. And if something were to happen, that's a lot of money to light on fire if your trip goes down the drain. I have a question. Yeah. If, let's say we're not in coronavirus land. Let's just talk in about- In a perfect world. <laughs> I'm just someone who's booking a trip mm-hmm. and I'm about to hit book it or I'm about to tell my vacation planner, travel agent. You're yes, telling me. Telling Ashley, hey, book my 10-day trip to Orlando. Okay. But there's that little twinge of like, oh, what if I book this acting job? What if I get a call that I need to go do this instead? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that makes me nervous. Uh, my questions are, is rescheduling a trip different from canceling a trip? Yes. Yes. If we're talking in the world of Disney, which I think is just the easiest world, because rarely do I have clients that are like, I want to book a SeaWorld vacation. 99% of the time, everybody's booking a Disney vacation, right? So um, in that case, Disney, if you book a vacation package, resort and tickets, it's a $200 deposit. That's all you need to put down to book book your trip, regardless of when you're traveling. If you decide, let's say... You wanted to book your trip. We always talk about going back to wine and dine, right? So let's say we decide to book a trip for November. And then two months before that trip, something comes up. And you're like, I just booked a show and I'm going to be busy. We can reschedule that trip, no problem. Anything 30 days or longer before your arrival date, you can reschedule or cancel with no penalty. Once you get within that 30-day window, depending on what you want to do, there could be fees attached. So... You can book a trip. You can put a package down and then decide to cancel it later and, you know, no big deal. Um, It's that 30-day window that tends to be the trickiest. But what I hear a lot from folks is that they want to book a trip. They want to book whatever it is. And then they realize they waited too long. And now all of a sudden the resort that they want to stay at is gone or the rate that they were hoping to lock it in on is gone or whatever it might be. Um, So I always say like, if you have $200 and you want to lock it in, lock it in now. We can always apply any discounts down the road, dining, room, anything that you know opens up for that window. Um, and then that way you can make a better decision. Disney is, they're pretty understanding. If you kind of explain things and talk it through, they don't, they don't want to make you upset. <laughs> that's not, that's not their job. <laughs> their job is literally to make people happy and make their experience magical. So, um, you know, every situation is different. I always say like, call and ask the questions. It's better to just see what they can do for you versus to assume that it's all over, you know, and that you've lost that money. So while we're on the topic of non-coronavirus related other things that have to do with cancellations. Let's talk about emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about emergencies. emergencies. Trying uh, to make emergencies sound really exciting. We're talking about all the fun stuff today because that's where we're all at up here. Right? That's a rat. Let's get it. Let's get it out there. Emergencies. Emergencies. What do you want to know? Talk to me about like park emergencies. <laughs> Okay. So what do you know about uh, park emergencies? How do they, how do parks usually handle emergencies? I don't know. I will say that I'm not an expert on this. Like I know as much as I know more than most. (laughs) 
<laughs> only because I have a potentially life-threatening allergy where I have to right. carry around well, a Well, okay, bed. let me specify. I, I, I don't mean like how do parks handle emergencies? Like we've known what they did at the JFK assassination, 9-11. Now we see what they're doing during this coronavirus. We see what they do during epidemic. hurricanes. Right. We've seen all of those things. But like what if you have an emergency while you're at the park? Me, personally. Okay. Ashley, tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> my story's not that exciting. My story no, is that... But tell uh, why you know. How long ago was that? Like five, six years ago, I discovered that I have a really weird allergy where I can go into anaphylactic shock. I also am allergic to bees, so that's also a thing. And was going to Disney and realized that, you know, if I'm at Epcot and I'm eating my way around the world and I suddenly ingest the thing that I'm allergic to, I need you know, a backup plan and needed an EpiPen, uh, which by the way, highly recommend if you have an allergy, you should always have an EpiPen with you. Um, so basically found out that in the case of an emergency, if you're in a Disney park and something happens and somebody calls 911, um, or, you know, it, the cast members are trained to recognize situations of distress and emergency situations. You'd be hard pressed to find someone who has witnessed an emergency situation um, that wasn't like part of the situation because there are cast members that literally are in the park that are EMTs, medical professionals, et cetera, that are trained to similar to how like Disney, you never see trash. <laughs> like it just disappears. Right. It's kind of the same thing with emergency. Like they just appear out of nowhere and like handle it take you where you need to go, put you in an ambulance, backstage, etc. cetera. Uh, again, trying to keep that magic in place for people. Mm -hmm. Disney is part of the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which is uh, governance of where Walt Disney World sits. So they have their own fire department. They have their own uh, emergency medical services, 911 communications, um, all of those things. There are actually four, four fire stations at Walt Disney World, um, some of which you'll see, like if you're driving around, you know, inside the resort parks, you actually pass one of them. Um, other ones, if you're a run Disney person, you've run by them, but you wouldn't normally see them as normal um, person. But you're in a good you're in a good place if an emergency happens during at Disney. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like that's you're in the <laughs> happiest place to have an emergency. Yeah. The most magical place on earth to have an emergency. Yep, there it is. Versus the idea. Like if you look at the size of Walt Disney World, it's huge. Could you imagine if you had to wait for a celebration or Orlando fire department to ship? Like that would take forever. Mm -hmm. They have their own emergency services, which is great. So if you on your cell phone call 911 in the park, you're going to get the Disney. Yes. You're getting to that first emergency, wherever it is, wherever the closest one is. Oh. I don't know that I knew that. We witnessed a lot of this marathon weekend uh, because of the heat. Um, you know, a lot of ambulances, a lot of fire trucks, a lot of EMTs, a lot of people being attended to because they were all dropping like flies. Um, you know, people were, it was bad. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the, how quick they responded was super impressive. Uh, when we... During the half marathon, you run up towards the contemporary, like you're heading from the transportation ticket center up towards the contemporary, the Magic Kingdom, and you actually go under a body of water. There was a gentleman, I don't know if he slipped and fell, had a seizure, whatever it was, but he had fallen, he was bleeding everywhere, and the ambulance was there. Like, wow. it was fast. So, yeah. you know, if you're a person who's 
worried or anxious about going to Disney, something happening while you're there, um, you know, know that you are in a safe place. Safer. Safer. Yeah. Even in hurricanes, like all of the resorts have generators, you know, they are built to withstand hurricane you know, level winds. So yes, you might be stuck in your hotel room for however long it is, but there are, there are local Floridians who literally will book hotel rooms at Disney during hurricanes because they know it's a safer place to be than their house. Wow. That's crazy. I'm not saying like, if you see a hurricane coming, don't book a Disney vacation. <laughs> That's not what I'm endorsing here. Just saying that if you happen to be there in September during hurricane season. Which remind me, I had one other question about booking a trip and, um, and canceling or, or whatever. Uh, is there any reason that someone wouldn't get reimbursed or wouldn't be able to reschedule a theme park trip? This would depend on the situation. Um, because even if it was a couple days out from your trip and you just decided you didn't want to go, you could call and reschedule it. You'll be charged a fee, but you could you could reschedule it. I can't. What if you just didn't show up? Oh, that's a good question. Well, if if you paid for it in full... You mean you already yeah. paid for it in full and you just decided not to show up? I, I don't know if they would refund you. Because I was just thinking of Probably like... Probably not. You know, if you book one of those special dining packages or you have oh, a reservation oh, okay. and you don't so you're show talking up, you like, usually lose it. Okay, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like resort tickets and things like that. Like I, was, so, I was asking that, but I was also wondering if it's the same policy that they have for their dining reservations and their special event I don't know. Tickets. I mean, so for those of you who don't know... Walt Disney World and Disneyland have a $10, generally speaking, for dining reservations if you are a no-show or you cancel within 24 hours before your reservation, uh, they charge $10 per person on that reservation. So if you're a family of four, that's 40 bucks you're out. For special dining, I mean, as far as I know, like the special dining packages and shows and things like that are non-refundable. So you pay for them. If, like Cinderella's Royal Table, you pay for in full when you book that reservation. Yeah. It's really expensive. So awesome, though. That, it is awesome. I'm a Cinderella <laughs> fan. I have done that, and it's it's if you like Cinderella. Which or meal did you do? Like, like breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Oh, it was dinner. Mm, it did you sit at dinner. the windows? Oh, yeah. I have a great picture. Yeah. My ex How have is I not it, seen this but, photo? Because <laughs> my ex is in it. <laughs> There's a thing called Photoshop, Jessica. We can like just crop just them out. Me sitting at a table by myself, like just. Let's just take put, a like, picture Mickey. of your husband and just like merge him into it. I could just put like I think it should be like Mickey or Goofy or Cinderella. We'll just like put a. We can do that. <laughs> That's a problem with taking like theme park photos with you know someone you're not married to <laughs> so a word of advice if you go to a theme park with somebody you're dating but not married and you take pictures just oh make gosh. sure that there's like a space between you or if it's like with mickey mouse just put mickey in between the two of you so that way you can just crop them out right? and then just right so it's, you don't want to be two of you on the side of you want to be next to mickey yes <laughs> so you want to be on the inside of yes oh gosh <laughs> this is great well it's good to laugh i haven't had a laugh <laughs> in a minute until I started thinking about cropping my ex out of my it's a smart choice photos <laughs> it's a smart choice I think uh I think we should do that it's like a Disney photo challenge of yep show us send us your funny photos that you've had to photoshop someone out of it and put a Disney character in their place <laughs> 
See, this is what you guys all miss when we edit the podcast is these like stupid things that we talk about. Is this stupid? I think this is very helpful. This is actually very helpful helpful advice. (laughs) Because I'm sure that there are people out there listening that have gone on a Disney trip with someone they are no longer close with. And Uh, they still want to have those lovely photos. Yeah, it's good advice. It's the same thing like the Run Disney pictures. Like when I put, when I position myself in the Run Disney photos, yeah. it just looks like just me in the castle and not that lady dressed like a Dalmatian. That was the best. For those, you have to listen to our, our last podcast if you want to know what we're talking about here. It's just really chopped her up. Ashley is the queen of, of getting the good race photos. Listen, we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap up. <laughs> we do this, have to wrap up. Uh, this podcast. Is there anything else that we didn't cover, Ashley, that you want people to know about park closures, cancellations, and emergencies? I would say, you know, just make sure, regardless of whether you're going to Disney, wherever you're going, if you're paying for a trip, pay for travel insurance. I'm so against that. Like, I never get the car insurance when I rent a car. <laughs> but I hear it. I hear what you're saying. Because if it's like a family of four, I get that $200. It's expensive. The long, I get that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's expensive. Like, here's the thing. But if you're traveling. Like will take care of you even if you don't. So, like, what's the point? <laughs> but I'm saying in general, like, what happens if you break a leg on a trip? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many things. It also covers, like, lost luggage. You know, there are other things it covers besides, you know, illness, uh, or injury, but you know, each plan is different. There's also what they call cancel for any reason insurance. It's way more expensive. (laughs) That's what it's called. (laughs) But you get, how'd they come up with that name? (laughs) Because so many people were like, I need a plan where I could just, just cancel for any reason. And they were like, Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, that's an option too, but I would say just do your research of different carriers, what they cover, uh, what's included. Make sure that if your credit card company already has that, you don't need to pay extra. Like my car insurance plan covers me in case of an accident. So when I rent a car, I don't buy the extra insurance because it's just an extra cost I don't need. Yeah, same. But when I travel, I buy the insurance. It's just, it's just always good to have because the one time you need it is the one time you don't have it. Yep. You know, if you're planning to go to Disney in the next couple of months, hold tight. I know it sucks. I know it's tough to wait, but I think we're all in this holding pattern right now, just in life. Um, if you are thinking about booking a trip in the fall, you know, book it. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, now's a good time to do it before everybody else reschedules their trips right. for the fall. You might be able to get in on a resort that you didn't know that you could get into normally. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and 2021 packages in theory should open up in May or June. So, you know, keep an eye out if you're, if you want to wait till the dust settles. But other than that, like just be safe and be smart. And, you know, I think we're, we're all in this together, friends. We're all like, in this together. High school musical style. All in this together. <laughs> we don't have the rights to that song. We guess it. Yeah. So listen, if you have any other questions uh, about this topic at all, uh, you can reach out to us. We're at MainStreetInspirations.com. Uh, and here we are on Instagram at MainStreetInspirations. My personal Insta is at actor Jessica Gardner. And I'm at Happy Go Ashley. I'm happy to help you with any trip that you are thinking about planning, want to plan, especially when you're ready to get out of isolation and get back in the real world when we all are allowed to do that. When that is, we don't know. But hopefully, everybody will also want to go see theater and movies and all the arts. Everything, everything. Fingers crossed, friends. Listen to previous episodes of our podcast. (laughs) Yes, listen to our podcast, rate it, share it, 
uh, it's probably the only thing we're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks. So and if you have ideas, episode ideas, send them our we'll way. We'd shout love- out yes, for we sure. Will. So we are Jessica and Ashley, the theme park cats. And hey, if you see us doing a live stream on Instagram because we can't go to the theme parks, log on and say hi. Remember, you can sit with us. But six feet away through your phone on Instagram. <laughs> For now. For now. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.